Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Today on the podcast, we get to talk about a new resource that I'm so excited about, Mike. This resource is hot off the press. So much so that it actually isn't even to print yet. So really, I can't even say that. It doesn't really work. But digitally, it, it is hot off the press. It's hot on its way to the press. That's right. Yep. On the way to the press, it is flying off bookshelves digitally, of course. And uh, so, no, it, we're really excited because in our series that we're going through now on how to start a life group, we have created two resources that we believe are going to be huge help uh, for you. If you're a long hollow group leader, this is going to be a gold mine. Um, and so hopefully let's I'm gonna give us a scenario. We've done this with our D group starter guide and our D group multiply guide. Let's give a scenario now, Mike, for us to kind of live in for the next four weeks. All right, let's do it. So you and I, we're friends. Um, so Kinda. you and Jessica. We'll use that yeah, term good friends. loosely. That's right. We're going to have to really <laughs> step into like this imaginary world where you and I actually enjoy each other. Um, you and Jessica, Sophie and I, we're friends. And we're saying, man, we want to start a life group. And so we've reached out um, and we got a starter guide back. And that booklet, if you've gone through it, if you haven't, it's in the show notes. But if you go through it, it helps you see the vision of a life group. And we really see, man, a life group is a place where you can belong, believe, become. We've got it all down. Okay, who's your one? Hangout nights. We know all the pieces. It's in our minds as leaders. Now, next week, we have our first life group together and we're trying to figure out what do we do for the first week? What do we do the first week? How do we take that information and give it to our people? Because we don't need to just know that. We want our group to know that. That's why we have the 30-day startup. And so this resource literally is going to help us go from week one and then the first 30 days get us going from, man, this idea of starting a life group to actually having one that is going, it's thriving, and the vision that we are that we have in our heads actually becomes a reality with our people. And so that's what this resource is going to do. No pressure. That's a lot to hope for, but I think we can hit it. <laughs> and so, so, Mike, in our imaginary scenario here, whose house are we having our life group at next week? Yours or mine? Uh, let's go with mine. I'll I'll okay, I'll, uh, I'll start nice. us Sophie off. appreciates that. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate. it. So we're going to meet at your house next week. What, what what's our time? Well, six p.m. I mean, that's the only time to do it, right? Six p.m. What day of the week? Sundays. Sunday, very mm. nice. That works well with kids. Yep. And so here we go. So Sunday, six p.m. It's next week. We are going to start getting ready for that. And that's where we're going to start using this booklet and we're going to go starting with week one. And that's what this episode's going to talk about. And so uh, a couple of things, if you go into this guide, which again, in the show notes on page two, uh, you're going to see a leader prep. This is something that's for every single week. And this is for you as a leader to look through and think about. And so there's a before the group piece and there's a during the group. And so, Mike, as we're getting ready for uh, this coming Sunday and our first group, we want to be inviting our friends. And so we're reaching out to the people who we want to start our life group with. Um, this is going to be usually a core of about four to ten people. Um, and and that's, that's very loose. But the big thing you're trying to do is you want enough people that it actually feels like a group. 
but then you don't want too many people that you don't have room to invite anybody new into. Um, and so if we just go and invite all our people who, you know, what we don't want to do is invite people who've been in a bunch of different life groups and we steal from them <laughs> and we have 15 people, it's all our friends, but they were already in a life group anyway. Yes. They're going to another one on Tuesday and we have no room to invite anybody who isn't in a group or doesn't know Jesus. Connecting a bunch of people who are already connected. That's right. Like we want to connect new people into it. And so you want to look and think about who in your life isn't in a group. And those are the friends you want to invite. And so the other things you want to register your life group. Uh, and then you want to listen to the group leader podcast, which you're doing right now. And uh, so that's all the stuff that we're doing beforehand. When you, we get into this week, Mike, why don't you just kind of give us the overview? What is the like as group leaders, what is the number one thing or one or two things that we've got to accomplish in the first week at Life Group? So we've always said that the there's two things essentially that you're trying to accomplish in this first uh, meeting, in this first week of the group. And that that is almost exclusively you want to you want to build relationship and you want to set expectations. That's what the first yeah. night is for. So there's not going to be... Um, this in-depth Bible study this first night, it's not going to be anything like that. It's simply going to be, you're forming this group. This is the first week that the group has met as a group. Um, you have invited people, um, Vic, you and Sophie have invited people, and maybe I don't yeah. know who some of them are, and you don't know some of the people that I've invited, but together we have come up with this group of people that says, hey, yeah, I would love to do a life group with you guys. Or... Yeah. Hey, I'm not too sure about this, but I'll come check it out. There might be some of that uh, the first week too, which is why you want to build those relationships. You want to set those expectations because some people might be coming into this a little apprehensive. Like, yeah. hey, so I don't really know what this is, but I know Vic and Sophie and I like them. So I'm going to go check it out. And other right. people, be like, I know exactly what this is. I love it and we want to do it. So you're going to take that time on the front end um, as you're, you know, whether you're doing a full-blown meal or you just have like some chips and salsa out, um, you're going to take time. There's going to be intentional time on this first week and really every week, but uh, especially the first week that they're going to just spend some time talking to each other. No, not necessarily an agenda or, hey, we got to make sure we get through all this content. You know, we're going to give them really the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes of from the time that group starts to just be there get to know each other. So a lot of times it's, it's really important that you as a leader are helping people talk to people that they don't know. Because, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, true. Vic, you've probably seen it a hundred times. You know, we have this tendency, we see a group of people, we immediately look for the people we know and we make a beeline for them. <laughs> I want to talk to the people I know because people I don't know make me nervous. All right, so. one, two, three, confession. I've done that plenty of times in groups. And so the group leader in me, like the group director, gets on to the like group member in me that is ignoring the person that doesn't know right. someone. So, so as I, I just leader, felt like I needed to confess that to yes. you right now. We've well, all done it, but it's a really bad practice when it comes to inviting people in. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never had a problem with it. I'm not sure why you struggle with that, Vic, but we can talk That's about right. that later. <laughs> uh, so as people are trying to get to know each other, right? So natural conversation is going to ensue. Uh, some of it's going to happen naturally. Some of it's going to need your help. But um, once you get into the actual discussion time, now's when it's time to, you're still building on the getting to know each other. So uh, in your kit, 
that you received, you got a deck of icebreaker cards that we came up with. I love that resource, by the way. I just have to interject. I love this resource. Tell us why you love it, because you have the best, I think you've got the best explanation of why you love this thing so much. No, I really do love this resource because it's, I've just used it so much, not just in a life group setting, but in my personal life, whether it has been on date nights with Sophie or I've done it on family vacations uh, with my nine-year-old nephew and my parents. And so it's just such a fun way to, to ask questions and you get to hear about other people's experiences, you laugh, and it's really not even the question itself, but the rabbit trails that come from that. And it's just a really cool resource. And so I would really recommend it. I, I think it's a great way to start life groups. It's a, and it's just, and if you're like me, I usually don't have the mental bandwidth to come up with creative questions and icebreakers. <laughs> it's like the last thing on my agenda or, you know, and I'm just, I'm doing good to be there sometimes. Yeah. So this just kind of makes it easy. And so I would, I personally really like it. I hope you enjoy it, not just with your life group, but with your spouse on date nights or with your family. Um, so that's getting to know one another. You're going to spend about 40 minutes of that. It's going to be uh, a larger chunk than normal, but for the first week, it's super important. Uh, the next thing though, is kind of what you're saying, our two goals, get to know one another and set expectations. And so we spend the next 20 minutes setting expectations about what a life group is and how we'll gather. And so tell us a little bit about that, Mike, on why that's so important. Well, building expectations in anything is important. And I think that, I think that we understand that on a certain level, but it's something that we have a tendency to not do very well because we're just so anxious to get started. A lot of times we yeah. just jump in and say, hey, let's just figure it out as we go. You know, we're going to wing yeah. it. Or uh, you, know, you talked about you know, we're bringing in all of, all of our previous experiences with life groups either at Long Hollow or at a previous church or you know, whatever that is. We're bringing those uh, ideas into it. And we have a natural tendency to just say, hey, let's just get in here and let's just start doing it and we'll figure it out as we go. Well, there's going to be a measure of that. But... If we can figure out some of it ahead of time, then why not do that, right? So, right. You know, that's part of what we're talking about with setting these expectations is it's helping the people that are going to be in your group understand what it is they're signing up for. So we say at Long Hollow that a life group is a life-changing community where people can belong, believe, and become. That's what a life group is. So with your group, you're going to walk through um, each of those components of life-changing community. So belong, we say, is a place where you can meet Jesus in a group where you're welcome and accepted. So it's simply that. This is a place where people can just come and be who they are. Like they don't have to be somebody they're not. They don't have to put on a facade. They don't have to pretend like they've got it all together. They can simply come and belong because at the end yeah. of the day, that is essentially what most people desire out of life is just simply a place where they can feel like they belong and life group needs to be that place yeah you're going to talk about um believe being the second piece of that so this is a place where they can know jesus through his word and his people so a big component of what we're going to be doing in life group is based on the word so while we say life group is not necessarily just a bible study it doesn't mean we're not studying the bible so we're, we're meshing this idea of community, this Acts 2 fellowship with um, 
what people are traditionally more used to in terms of like the Bible study where they're going to come, they're going to study a specific thing for six weeks, and then it's going to be over. The life groups are more ongoing, and they need to understand that going into it, yeah. that we're going to meet not necessarily for a designated period of time, but it is ongoing, uh, and it is going to last for a while. So we're not going to yeah. be done in six weeks. We're not going to be done in eight weeks. We're going to continue on. Um, most likely for an extended period of time, like a year or two years. You know, some groups have gone on for four or five years. Um, And that's not something to be afraid of. You know, it's something to be celebrated. You know, we want the groups to continue on. We want them to grow because the, the goal of the group is that last piece is the becoming. We want our life groups to be a place where people can follow Jesus as they are becoming who God is designing them to be. So this yeah. is a place where people are growing spiritually. This is a place where people can step up and be leaders. This is a place where people can get involved in discipling relationships through the D group. This is a place where they can become who God has called them to be. And they need to understand that that's, that's, a func- that's the function of the group. That's the purpose of the group. It's not yeah. necessarily everybody in the group needs to become a leader or everybody in the group needs to lead a D group, but in different seasons along different people's walk uh, is going to be different. Some people are going to be called to lead and some people are going to be called to help, but we need to make sure that the life group is an environment where it is fostering that growth. Yeah, you mentioned this a little bit in that belief part, and I think that's so important. Um, you may be seeing some of this and be like, golly, that's a lot of time to get to know one another. And um, okay, why do we really need to go and set these expectations? Well, the truth is, there's gonna be a lot of people that are going to come in and their previous experience with a life group, whether whether it was at a different church or whatever it may be, they're coming in with a set of expectations. Their experiences are informing what they are expecting this group to be. And what you want to do is say, man, like, okay, you may have had a previous experience. Let's say it was a more traditional education-based model, one where maybe you're meeting in rows, you're listening to one person speak, um, one that's maybe more predicated on the curriculum. Um, You're going to come into this group, and this is going to have a totally different feel to it. And what you what's so important this first week is you prioritize the relationships as you try to laugh, as you say, hey, look, we're going to be a place where you can belong, where we're going to have fun together. Like it's going to set a different expectation of saying, man, this isn't going to be about all of uh, about, you know, knowledge and what we learn. Like that's going to be a part of it. It will have Bible study, but it's more than a Bible study. It's, it's a life group. We're going to share life together with one another. This is going to be a place that not just for me, but that I can invite my one, somebody who doesn't know Jesus. All of this is so important. Um, and this, and really this four week curriculum is going to help you set that right expectation. But this first week uh, is going to be big on setting the tone. It should feel highly relational. It should lean into some of the pieces of man, invite people in. And so it's super important. Don't skip over that. Um, And then that's kind of like the vision that you're setting expectations. But again, if we're being really practical, Mike, 
the question that somebody probably has going in there is, okay, what, what do these look like? Like, when do we meet? Um, how long is chip and sauce a time? Like how, you know, like those yeah. are the questions, which is what we have that last section for. Um, we left blanks there because you may decide to, you put how long you're going to hang out for, uh, how long you're going to do group discussion and how long you're going to do prayer. Uh, but that's just a helpful meeting flow and just kind of explain, Hey, this is roughly what we're doing. We're going to party once a month and we're going to try to serve quarterly. And so when you just kind of give that expectation, that's going to really put at ease the person who just, Hey, I really just need to know what I'm committing to on Monday, on Sunday nights at six when I come. Yeah. Um, and so super practical that, but also you have the vision there. Um, and so that really two goals. If you do these two things on, on the first night, it's a win. You get to know one another, you laugh, have fun, and then you set expectations. Um, any final words there uh, that you would uh, share, Mike? I, I would just emphasize the schedule. Um, and this may just be the military in me, but I've, I've been in groups where their schedule was followed very loosely. Uh, and, you know, we had small kids and, you know, we didn't, we homeschooled, but, you know, they still had school in the morning and, you know, sometimes it was just going on and we'd be there and it was like three hours long, which you, you think about it and you're like, well, man, that must've been an amazing group uh, because, you know, they just love each other and they want to stay talking forever and all this stuff. And, you know, that, that was true about the group. They did really enjoy each other's company, but for anybody new coming in, and they, they, they're showing up saying, okay, this is starts at six and it's over at eight. And now it's nine 15 and we're still not done. They're never coming back. Yeah. Especially if true. they've got kids. So, you know, we don't need to be like militant about it, but that schedule is very important that you're honoring people's time that you start when you say you're going to start and you end when you say you're going to end now. But a thing I've always told my group, you know, we've almost always run that six to 8 PM. Uh, and I say, Hey, groups over at eight. We may not be done talking, but it's over at eight and you're free to leave. You can stay longer if you want, but at eight o'clock, the babysitter's going home and so can you. <laughs> uh, and it gives them that freedom to say, oh, okay, well, I get that. And, you know, you know people will hang out and talk, you know, eight fifteen, eight twenty, people are kind of heading out, but um, they, you have to honor people's time and they're committing to whatever time frame you set and you need to stick to it. Yeah, no, that's super good. So we now are prepared, Mike, for our first week of life group. I'm pumped. Getting to know one another, setting expectations. We're inviting our friends. We're not going to, we're going to actually meet new people while we're there. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be great. And then once it goes awesome this Sunday, we'll, we'll go back and get ready for week two next week on our life group. Yeah.